Hello and welcome to episode 128 of the Disney Park Princess podcast. I'm your co-host, Sarah. I'm Heather. I'm Charlotte. And this week we are talking about Disney Cruise Line's new ship debuting in 2022, the Disney Wish. Yay. I'm very excited. <laughs> very, very, very excited about this. Um, we are pre-recording this episode because Heather is as you're listening to this in Walt Disney World or Universal. I'm unsure of the exact itinerary, but she's in Florida. Yeah, I I think actually I might be on my way back from Florida. You might be flying home. Yeah, okay. Or I'm in Universal. I'm in Universal flying home. That's where I am. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So she is going there for work and she's going to get to experience both Walt Disney World and Universal. So next week she's going to be telling us all about it and basically what i think what i've realized is that we have now reached the um the season of heather traveling because like every other podcast is like heather's back from fill in the blank and we're gonna tell you about I'm it i'm holding out hope italy's happening at the end of the summer Look, so there the might EU, be that too the eu has said that they're going to be allowing vaccinated people to travel so i mean i know france opened up last week so so if mm-hmm. Italy's not happening, maybe I'm just going back to Paris. I don't know, but I'm going somewhere and getting a stamp in my passport if it kills me. I <laughs> am excited about the possibilities. So uh, so anyway, so we don't have any news this week because we are pre-recording. So usually what that means is there's going to be some massive, million, major, yeah. life-changing announcement <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that we can't talk about this week. But I promise you, we will talk about it next week. So, um, they will announce the date for the star wars hotel or something right, like exactly. that something yes. huge yeah yeah well i mean at least they gave it last week we talked about the fact that it's not going to be until 2022 so yeah yeah i don't know but i do I, I like your idea i think it should be may the 4th of 2022 i think that's just very appropriate but we'll see um so let's get right into it because we don't have news and you know don't need to break it into segments disney wish did you guys both watch the the live se- sort of webinar seminar thing that we had i yes. did well i half watched as i was working so i feel like yeah. i missed a little bit of it but i definitely watched i watched it while i was working and then i watched it again to show the family mm-hmm. um so if any of our listeners want to see this presentation you can st- you could do so on the disney parks blog youtube all you have to do really is search disney wish, disney wish it'll come and right you'll up. find it um yep. And it was live on YouTube, but then it's available to watch at any point. So you can go in and watch it. Now, it is... I literally have three pages of notes. (laughs) (laughs) Now, this, I I do want to say, this is a production. So there's a lot of silly banter in addition to it. So um, it's about 35 minutes long, I think. So you can... um, watch as much yeah. as you want to but it, the banter it is was very annoying. yeah but it is very informative on what they're going to have for the actual wish itself um i also I want to call me and say i couldn't watch i got annoyed with the fairy godmother yeah <laughs> i also watched a presentation for travel agents so i don't think you could find this but it was more informative mm-hmm. in terms of what's cute yeah I, I haven't gotten to that one yet don't tell me I have it saved in my email. One day I will have yeah. time. <laughs> uh, but it's more about like the state rooms and stuff like yeah. that. But. So let's get the basics out of the way. The first sailing is going to be on June 9th of 2022. It is a Happy Birthday Charlotte cruise. Um, it is That's a five, five night Bahamas cruise. 
That's why. They uh, and then it's going to be doing Bahamas sailings. It's replacing the dream, right? It's replacing like the dream, dream basically, sailings. as far as we can tell from the itineraries. Yep, at least to start. Um, the first piece of information that we had already had was an artist rendering of the new atrium. And I'm just going to be super clear. They had me right there. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> so pretty. I loved it. Be- I loved the colors. Like it still looks like a Disney cruise line atrium, but mm-hmm. it's just so airy and bright. Oh, it is pretty and blue and sparkly. So basically they designed it for me. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just, it's blue as far as the eye can see, which makes me, I can't begin to tell you how happy. Um, so yes, yeah, so Cinderella and Cinderella is going to be the statue. Um, and Captain Minnie will be the ship's sort of official mascot and her painting will appear on the bow of the ship. So I will say that when they, when they did that presentation and then the, like the very first thing they said was, and here's Captain Minnie. I was like, oh my gosh. And I started to cry a little bit when uh, they said that. I mean, nice. <laughs> yeah. So, but what I love is the sort of the overarching theme of the ship is that it is a castle at sea. Mm-hmm. This is very different than the first four Disney cruise ships, which were really very rooted in the tradition of cruising, right? They were designed to look like, you know, the transatlantic ocean liners of the early 20th century. Like the Titanic. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like the White Star Line. Um, So this is a real departure in terms of interior design, which I found really, really fascinating. Um, because it is not just the atrium that has been redesigned. The staterooms have been completely redesigned as well. And oh my goodness. Wow. Yeah. Let's just say they heard us complaining about their pathetic suite class. And now these suites, they finally have two level suites and they're just so pretty. That staircase. Right. You know? I am not. <laughs> you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the fairy tale suite at the Disneyland Hotel out yes. here in California. Like it has that kind of color scheme and that very romantic royal like vibe to it. I love it. Mm. It is just so pretty. Yeah. All right. Well, let's start at the top. Let's start with the suites because the- that's where we're gonna stay. Oh. I don't we can't afford it, but that's where we're gonna we stay. We will figure it out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the suites are two levels, two master bedrooms in the suites murals throughout the murals are gorgeous i mean they are just so pretty um you know chandeliers and you know a huge expansive veranda with a private hot tub i they just look i they but the the color palette for the whole ship i cannot begin to tell you it just makes me so happy because it is all sort of blues and creams and very pale golds. And it is just light and bright and airy. And it's just pretty. Like, there's no other word for it. It's just pretty. It's nice because a lot of cruise lines have, like, kind of, like, the darker staterooms. And this Mm -hmm. is very much, they're making it as bright and and light as they possibly can. And it makes me so happy. So those are the suites. And then the regular staterooms. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Can we talk about the bathroom in the suites? Uh, Because... They, uh, I feel like they finally started paying attention to the rest of the cruise industry and we're like trying, like taking the best bits of other cruise lines because these sweet bathrooms kind of remind me of the sweet bathrooms on like the celebrity mm-hmm. eclipse and all of that, like, you know, kind of like the peekaboo shower and like bright giant windows looking out over the ocean. I love it. Yep. Well, and that's my, the thing I'm most excited about in the regular state rooms, no more shower curtains, honey. No, no more shower curtains. Last yeah. shower enclosures. I mean, come on. Time. 
Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. The layout of the, of the staterooms appears unchanged. You know, it's very similar to the layout of the staterooms on the other ships in terms of uh -huh. square footage and, you know, storage and things like that. Um, again, all we're looking at at this point are artist renderings. So it's a little difficult to tell, um, but they are light and bright and pretty and, you know, white, you know, frete linens and all of that stuff is unchanged. Um, there is still the divider curtain. It is, uh, uh, you know, I love the concept of the curtain in the previous ships. Um, I have never loved that red. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sad to see the demise of the red curtain. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so those are the rooms. I, I wish they had added more suites. I will say two Royal suites. I was, and you know, we don't have all the details. This is just the details that they've given us so far. <sighs> you know, I don't know. We'll, we'll see when booking opens, which we haven't mentioned yet. We should mention that. Bookings open to the general public on May 27th. Right. Castaway Club members get early access. And how early depends on how many times you've cruised. So once upon a time, <laughs> so <to> speak, <laughs> platinum, all platinum members got to book on Monday. Gold was on Tuesday. Silver was on Wednesday. Everybody else was on Thursday. Disney Cruise Line has finally acknowledged the fact that they have a lot of <laughs> platinum castaway right. club members. And so they've broken it out even further. I don't even know off the top of my head because I'm not a travel agent anymore. Yeah. What is the first day that platinum the, cruisers can book? The first date is Monday, May 17th for those okay. platinum guests with 25 or more sailings. Yeah. Uh, which goes back to my prediction that they were changing the, the program somewhat when the wish came out. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't see exactly like this coming, but it's platinum with 25 or more on the 17th, Tuesday, the 18th, 20 or more Wednesday, the 19th, 15 or more. And then Thursday, the 20th, plat all platinum uh, Monday, the 24th gold uh, May, the 25th DVC members, and Adventure Insiders. And Adventure think, Insiders. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And then Wednesday, the 26th, silver. So there's a day in between now, mm -hmm. the gold and the silver. And then Thursday, May 27th, general public. So that's, yeah, it's a whole, <laughs> it's a whole thing. It is two straight weeks of booking yeah. cruises. Yeah, but <laughs> exactly. now is this just, for, is that just for the inaugural sailing or is it for the whole inaugural oh. season of The Wish? It's for oh, the whole inaugural season. Yeah. The season, yeah. So the if you don't know how many cruises you have, you can sign into your Disney Cruise Line account, or you can always call Disney Cruise Line or your travel agent. And, and you may have gotten an email from them too. Right. I know I got an email yes, that, that like basically fantastic. all you had to do was click a button and it logged you in and told you how many cruises right. you had. I did not get that email, but I did pull it up the other day. I mean, I knew how many I had, but I pulled it up yep. the other day. So. Yep. So it's super helpful now to just actually have that displayed for you in your Castaway Club login. That's great. Um, so that's when booking start. Use a travel agent. Specifically, use Charlotte and Heather. Um, <laughs> At least use uh, a travel agent. Your life will be a whole lot Just use a yeah. travel agent, please. Yeah. yeah. Um, it doesn't cost you any more. Uh, another exciting announcement from that video was that Disney has donated a million dollars to Make-A-Wish to celebrate their sort of long partnership with them, which... 
I was really happy to see. Um, and then just a little weird technical thing, but it makes me happy, is that this new ship is going to run on liquid natural gas, which makes it much more environmentally friendly. Yeah. 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 I was happy about that. Um, and so I was, I was surprised that it's actually not very much bigger than... It's hardly bigger at all. Than the Dream of the Fantasy. Yeah. yeah so I cannot wait to see how different it going it's going to look for this basically the same size ship yeah yeah let's get into <laughs> i have never wanted to be a kid again so badly as when they announced I'm the secret it. entrance to kids club i, mean, I don't I'm, care i'm small like a child i'm doing it anyway so <laughs> the, secret, the secret entrance to the kids club is through a slide from the atrium into the kids club. Stop. How amazing is that? What are they going to do? Are they going to have a cast member standing at the like the top side in the the atrium? Because like once I'm down there, I'm down there. What are you going to do? <laughs> I've already gone down the slide. I don't care. Well, they'll have to have a check in process at some point because they have they keep those kids clubs really guarded in terms of who can enter and when you can enter and all of that. So. I would suspect that it is not into the kids club exactly, just into the check-in area. Sure. But yeah. we'll see. Yeah. Um, and my daughter said, the thing to note about this is if if the secret entrance is a slide down into the kids club, that means kids clubs have moved. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what my daughter said. Was, well, how will I get out? I was like, well, there's also a door. <laughs> there's, yeah. Regular oh, you're trapped. Ever. That's it. Sorry. Right. So the kids' clubs have moved. We don't know to where. Um, typically, we have to deck two, right? Yeah. Well, it depends on where the atrium is, too. Is the atrium still on deck three? I don't know. I think according to the deck plan that they sent out, it looked like it was. So, okay. yeah. So, they yeah. sort of sent out, like, a very blocked out deck plan. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not sure if they exactly know some of the things yet. I'm sure they do yeah. know a lot of it, but. They know. They're just not ready to yeah. <laughs> um, and then there are sort of new areas of the kids clubs some are new some are from other ships so like the marvel superhero academy which appears on some of the other ships is going to um be in the oceaneers club which is fantastic spider-man black panther ant-man and wasp will all be making appearances um fairy tale hall is the new sort of princess section which looked adorable and you'll be able to see rapunzel Belle, and anna and elsa in there and then this is the other thing that blew me away. The Walt Disney Imagineering Lab. Stop it. This is so cute. I like I'm just so excited about this. How fun. Like number one who doesn't want to be an imagineer but to like get kids excited about science and math so that maybe they want to grow up to be imagineers but really like they just think they're playing. It's it's brilliant. Yeah. yeah. So I did just look at the deck plan and there are um the Oceaneers Club is on deck two. Yeah. So. Yep. Um, don't know where the teen and tween clubs are, by the way. Those no, we I don't, don't know, know yet. about yet. So. And yeah. I don't see an Oceaneers lab. Maybe they've just combined it. I mean, it, typically it's open between yeah, them. Yeah. Once, once upon a time, they really sort of separated those areas out. And then in recent years, it's kind of, they kind of moved away from that idea. Um, but I mean, the Imagineering Lab, like, they're going to get to learn about audio animatronics, and they'd be able to design their own roller coaster and then ride it virtually. Like, come on. This just looks Ellen, amazing. Yeah. Uh, Edge is on deck five. Oh, it is. Okay. Also, Census Spa is on deck five. 
Well, hello. Um, and I'm I how I feel about that. I don't like that. I it's it's forward though, so you should have some good. Um, Jeez. Now you're messing with my brain. No, I want it in the adult only area. Uh, yeah. I do not specifically see vibe yet, but oh, vibe is on deck 12. So it's probably still up in the funnel. Uh huh. Uh, no, it's not. It's to the side, but oh, uh, okay. Yeah. And it is next to the, the sports zone, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so, but we'll get, we'll get through more as we, you yeah. know, learn more about it and stuff. But yeah, so yeah. five and 12 for the edge and five for the older kids. Yep. Uh, the Walt Disney Theater has been completely sort of reimagined. And oh my goodness. It's gorgeous. It's so pretty. It's so pretty. Everything. I have no other... I, I need a thesaurus because all I can come up with is pretty. But <laughs> it's now themed to be a magical forest. Yeah. How good oh, is that? Forest. I know. I love it. And then um, there's also in the, instead of the atrium now, it's a grand hall. Mm-hmm. And there's also a grand hall stage, which yep. I, I don't really know what that's. We don't know exactly what that's going to be yet. No. Um so it on the actual deck plan it says more magic coming. <laughs> yes. yeah. yeah. There's a yeah. couple of new entertainment areas. So there's the Walt Disney uh-huh. Theater, which is gonna have Aladdin, which is a show that they're moving from the previous ships, and then two new shows, which they gave us zero details about, which I am very right. excited about. Right. And then there's the Grand Hall stage, and then there's Luna, which I'm dying to know more about, which oh, is a yeah. family entertainment area that transforms from day to night. It almost sounds a little bit like Eden. Like Eden, yeah. From Edge. Yeah. Um, maybe not quite so haha, edgy, <laughs> as it is, but, um, and then there's the hero zone, which they def- called an active play area. And again, that's for, that's for family zone. So I'm, it, I'm glad to see them sort of expanding the family entertainment areas. Um, because I feel like a lot of the times those get crammed into like sort of lounges or like there's, there was that one area, but there wasn't a lot of family entertainment areas. So happy to see that. Um, and then let's get into all the adult exclusive stuff because I don't know. How do you, I want to know how you feel about Paolo. Oh, so this is, this was my first experience of cognitive dissonance <laughs> the presentation because it's, they're calling it Paolo and it's still, you know, Northern Italian sort of cuisine. And like, I got sort of a steakhousey vibe, but now it's French inspired decor. Now it's cog- like it's Beauty and the Beast. Now, now all of the adult only restaurants are, are based on a right. Beauty and the Beast theme. And I sort of went. <laughs> because Beauty and the Beast is decidedly French. I mean, it's French. <laughs> and Paula was not. Right. I think so- what my, I, I, my first opinion of it was, was like you said, it's not really Paulo, but why does it have to have a theme? Like, I don't need, like, I liked Paolo on the older ships where it, it doesn't have to be, have anything to do with a Disney character. It's mm. just a beautifully elegant restaurant that I am going to. Yeah. Right. Or why not call it something not Paolo? Or change the name. Yeah. But call they changed or something. Like, there's, I don't... No, there's no Remy. They changed it to. Um, right. So, you know, why, why still call it Paolo? Because Paolo is the Italian <laughs> place That's on where they ships. lost me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I it just, was like it was like it was like you know that noise when the record skips. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the noise my brain made when they made that announcement. It was like, yeah, <laughs> like I wouldn't be a 
upset if they said, okay, we're not going to have Paolo. We're going to have this restaurant. It's going to be this. Yeah. Fine. Yeah, that's, that's fine. <laughs> but it's a steakhouse instead. Okay. Plenty of cruise lines have a specialty dining steakhouse. That's, that's fine with me. So it's just weird that they called it Pablo. I agree. <laughs> I agree. We also, I don't think we talked about this, but they announced that Paulo is no longer going to be sort of like a flat fee. So there is going to be a flat fee, a prefix yeah. menu that you can, but if you don't want the prefix menu, you have to order a la carte and then each a la carte item is individually priced. So it's more like a traditional restaurant and not like, right. you know, not like Paulo. <laughs> Which, yeah, I'm not okay with this. I wasn't happy about this at all. I, I just, I, it's, I, what I love about Disney so much is they don't nickel and dime you. Like you get on yeah. some other cruise lines and it's, oh, drinks packages. Did you buy your Wi-Fi? And Disney has never done that. And now the way that they have started with Palo is that I feel like I'm being nickeled and dimed. Like sure, you yeah. can buy, you can pay the flat fee, which is pricey for a pre-fee menu but that's annoying because i loved going to palo and ordering three dishes and trying a little bit of right. each right. um but also now if i wanted to order a la carte which you can also do i have to pay per per dish yeah. i don't want to be nickeled and dimed stop it right and they increase the prices so the prefix menu will now be 45 dollars for palo which was an increase from the 40 dollars per person fee previously and 125 for remy um or enchanté, I'm assuming. And then, yeah, a la carte items priced individually. Brunch is also increasing from $40 to $45. Brunch appears to still be a flat fee, not an a la carte thing. Um, so I was not, I'm not super, yeah. Because, like, with a pre-fee, like, what if I don't like one of your options on there? And now I'm forced to go a la carte. Like, what if I don't want the souffle for a dessert? Because you know that's what's going to be on there. Right. Like, not not everybody loves the souffle. I don't know why, but they don't. Like, mm. I don't want to be forced into choose pick like eating what you're telling me is the best of the best versus oh well now I just have to pay extra money because right. yeah I didn't like what was on your menu. Right. Yeah, I was not happy about that. Um, Enchanté, which is the replacement for Remy is going to be sort of a Lumiere type of thing. And then there is a three-star Michelin chef that has consulted on the menu. His name is Arnaud Lallemont. Um, and I will probably still never die in there, but it sounds amazing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have never eaten that, Remy. Um, Me either. Why is that? We got. I haven't been on a Disney cruise in forever. Gotta for get you back. two, I don't know why. I, there's no excuse. For well, me, it's, be, I, it's all going to be wine and I can't have it. I just... <laughs> I, the reason I have not eaten there is I love Palo so much. I don't really see the value in paying that much for food. Now, maybe it's fantastic. Like, I haven't eaten at Victoria and Albert's for the same reason, but you guys say it's incredible. So, uh, see, yeah. So, maybe that's where the the difference is. You know, maybe mm -hmm. it is worth that, the extra money, but maybe it's not. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, other adult exclusive areas that I was excited to see. And I think that sort of the star Wars universe collectively gasped <laughs> when they announced <laughs> the star Wars hyperspace lounge, which is uh, pretty cool. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm not a, I'm not a star Wars fan. <laughs> and so now I'm like, Oh great. Here's like one place I'm never going to go to on this ship. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like I just, 
Again, I why does everything have to be themed after a, a Disney, you know, property? I don't know. Uh, I think it's going to be kind of like that. Um, oh, it's got numbers. Oh, the other shit. Yeah. Where they, where they do the, they do trivia in there during the day and they do. Oh, 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 the Irish pub. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like O'Gill's or some yeah. of the other places. So I, that didn't, it said that they could be, they would be family friendly during the day and adult um, only at, in the evenings, which mm-hmm. I'm fine with. I think it's like kind of like the district or some of those other areas where kids can go during the day and then they'll, yeah. they'll close it off at night. So, um, yeah. It's but, similar to, is it Meridian on one of the other ships? Where it's hollow. That, no, yeah, oh, no, not yeah, Meridian's hollow. Which is the one where the, where the city, I don't remember the other. I, I oh, Skyline. Skyline, yeah. thank you. It's, I yeah. love it's basically that. a Star Wars version of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm never going to go. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about the dining rooms. Here is where, and I think it had to do with the fact that I was working, so I wasn't paying close attention to this part, but I wanted them to go more in detail. Like they kind of caught my attention with yeah, nice twenty-three, <laughs> and, and then the next thing I know, it was like a different picture, but it sort of looked like 1923. So like, I feel like they kind of all look same but I want more detail like tell me about that you know that Hollywood 1920s when Walt came like you know basically the story of Disney's California Adventure I want to know more about it and I feel like I got nothing oh they they didn't say much about it but details were thin yeah this is what I'm excited about a a couple of things one as much as I absolutely love uh, animators palette and all the other restaurants I'm glad that there's something different I'm glad this is a completely new, reimagined thing. Like when they did um, Tangled on the um, Magic or some of those others, how they, or Tiana's on the Wonder, how they mm-hmm. have redone some of those. I'm excited that they took this to the next level. The um, The Frozen uh, venue looks awesome. The yep. 19... 19- the 1923 one looks yep. awesome. So let's just run through them so that people know what we're talking about. So there's Arendelle, which is the Frozen-inspired restaurant, which is a musical celebration featuring a menu with Nordic influences. And yes, Anna, Elsa, Kristoff, and Olaf will all be making appearances. Yeah. Well, so I don't many parents are going to be so angry that they have to sit through Let It Go at dinner because well, you know it's not. <laughs> <laughs> if, if it's something like how they do the Tiana's Place or the um, Rapunzel's Table at um, on the Magic, it's... They the characters walk around and talk to you while you're dining, and then every once in a while there's a little show. Yeah. So and it's very fun. So I don't know if it if this Arendelle is going to be similar to that or if they're going to completely redo it. But you kind of feel like you it's a character meet and greet as well as a show. It's just it's just really fun to do. So I hope that this artwork look very similar to the Rapunzel's. Yeah, and yeah. that makes sense to me because they're so limited, like. Anna and Elsa, everybody wants to meet them. Kristoff, you never get to meet. <laughs> you know, like it's a, it's a good thing to have, and I think that that's exciting. Yeah. So then the next one is 1923, which is the year that the Walt Disney Studios was founded. So it is a classic Hollywood with California fusion cuisine. That's literally all they gave us. <laughs> yeah, I see pictures, and, and I mean, obviously, and we don't know the menu. Sort of yeah. we don't know the menu of any. Disney cruise line yeah. ship or whatever, but like, I want to know more about that. That intrigues me. Like that yeah. one grabs my attention. And by the time I looked, I was like, wait, okay. All of these restaurants look the same. I don't know what you're talking about. The end. Yep. And then the last one is worlds of Marvel. And they gave us very, even less details 
Yeah. In 1923, if that's possible. So it's an adventures, interactive cinematic dining adventure. That's it. That's all we got. They literally didn't even give us artwork of the dining room. They only gave us artwork of the entrance to the dining room. Right. So I think that's going to be kind of under wraps until later, for sure. Here is, I have, um, sorry, Charlotte, continue. It's okay. No, if you're talking, mine was completely not dining related. Okay. Well, mine is sort of dining related. It's a, a thought. And my thought goes back to the first and only time I brought my parents on a Disney cruise. Now, my dad, parents, they had an annual pass, um, but they're not Disney people. Um, and they hated it. They hated the mm-hmm. Disney cruise line. They, you know, they just felt like it was too little kids and the shows weren't that great. And so by making all of these themes, like every single dining room now has a theme and a show or something that's going to happen. Are you alienating people like my parents who like Disney, but unless they have small children, they're definitely not going on a Disney cruise now. Like, that's what I, like, the second I heard this, I was like, I know so many people that will never step foot on this ship because they don't want to be smacked in the face with Disney. Well, maybe they don't need that or do they, you know, like, there are so many people who do want it. Yeah, they're not worried about, yeah, Disney's just not worried about attracting those people. (laughs) Yeah. I think that they're going to lose, like, a big market, quite honestly. Um, And they might, but I don't think. But the ships are sailing full every week anyway, yeah. so they don't really Because there's four, but now there's going to be seven, and, and yeah. that ends up all of a sudden you have a lot more capacity, so. Yeah. I'll be interested to see if they, like, is this specific to the wish that is going to be doing shorter Bahamas, definitely more family-oriented itineraries, or is this a pattern that we're going to see for the future ships, or are they going to build a new ship that's doing longer itineraries that is more adult you know i'll be interested to see what the future is for the next two ships and it's not that i think that they need to be adult themed they don't that's not disney and that's that's, that was a poor choice of words but yeah but there is a, a lot of people and i i noticed this about myself too like i am very slowly starting to move away from like needing to be smacked in the face with disney all the time like especially that's why i like adventures by disney because you get that disney magic and the the references without everything being about disney and so like a little bit about this ship has kind of put me off where i'm like "Eh, i'm not really a star wars and marvel fan like i'm just gonna go on a different cruise line or stick with like the magic you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so it's just i I, i've just noticed that about myself recently so i think like for me it's almost just a little bit too much disney but i think that's the the great thing about a cruise line right is having and having all of the different ships is so then you know maybe disney wishes and for you you love you know the magic and the wonder knock on wood as far as we know the magic and the wonder aren't going anywhere yet <laughs> they probably will at some point because they're getting a little older but you yeah know. i feel like they can't go anywhere until disney gets some more ships out but yeah you know but yeah. then also that you know it because it limits i think that's the the tragedy of the disney cruise line too is that they are so small still that they can only go to certain destinations yeah. only certain times of year. Only certain ships can sail certain destinations because, you know, they can't get through the Panama Canal or whatever it may be, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm I'm not super excited about the Star Wars or the Marvel stuff either. The only thing I can think about that is that given the popularity of the Star Wars Days at Sea and the Marvel Days at Sea, they were like, all right, clearly there is demand for this. Sure. To be a permanent installation. You know, I'm sure that's what Disney is thinking. Am I super excited about it? No. <laughs> <laughs> But Sorry. that's okay, because for me, there's enough other stuff on the ship that I'm excited about that that's, I just, 
either won't go that night or I won't, you know, like I'll experience yeah. it once and then I'll make a different choice and order room well, service I mean, or something, well, you know. I'll, I'll eat at um, the buffet or at, I don't know if it's yeah. still going to be called Cabanas, but, you know, yeah. uh, I'll eat at the buffet or I'll, that's the night I'll go, to, I'll try Palo, Palo or whatever. But exactly. Um, I do think that whatever they do, it will be fun. So, and I think that they won't, you won't have to have seen Star Wars or seen all the Avengers movies to kind of get whatever story they're going for in these Mm -hmm. particular venues. Um, So, and I also think that going back to what Heather said about, you know, being for kids versus when the, when the new ships come out, if it's not working for them, they'll change those new ships. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, within reason, because obviously they're already... They're putting a lot of money in it. Yeah, Yeah, the blueprints are done. (laughs) Yeah. But but, but they will tweak some of the things. That doesn't mean they have to have the frozen, uh, the Arendelle restaurant. They can... A restaurant is a lot simpler to change than a deck plan. (laughs) Yeah. Now, I... I love Frozen, but even I was like, oh, mm, really? <laughs> like, yeah. That's where you went? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, well, and I love Frozen, but I, mm, <laughs> you know. But I I don't blame them in any way because that's No, look, you got, big. look. You know, I was surprised when they said that they were putting the Tiana restaurant on the, the Wonder because I just didn't think that was as big of a movie as something like Frozen or even Tangled, but people love it. I thought I thought it was a lot of fun. So yeah, I don't know. I haven't had a chance. To, I haven't had a chance to go on the Wonder since they added that. I'm dying to try it. Yeah, on the Wonder. Well, just wait until the Wish starts sailing because the Wonder's going to get <laughs> like. Yeah, I've been you, on the Wonder several times, um, and I really enjoy it, but only once since they put in the, the Tiana's. Um, yeah, I've been on the Wonder since they added Tiana's. So. Um, and that's pretty much it. That's all. That's all we we. Oh, infinity pool. They're adding an infinity pool mm. to the quiet cove. That made me very happy. Yeah, <laughs> love it. Beautiful, absolutely yeah. gorgeous. Yeah, that yeah. made me very happy because I love an infinity pool, and it looks yeah. like it's in the very aft of the ship, which means just views for days. Yeah. So very excited. Yeah, about I that. love that. That's the yeah, quiet cove. Um, and oh, we didn't talk about the aqua mouse. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, <laughs> how did I miss that? <laughs> I know. Um, the Aqua Mouse is basically, it's the Aqua Duck, but then they've added a, more of a story to it with the characters as you go along. So, yeah. they didn't... I felt was a bit of a stretch for me. Like It's pretty much the Aqua Duck. I've, I've looked at what they showed the other day. They're calling it the first attraction. It's... Right? No, I, don't I think, think so. what they are doing is that I mean, there's a story for the aqueduct. There's a story that Disney has right. behind everything, but the Aqua Mouse. It looks like they might be putting in some kind of cartoonish things. Yeah, so along there's, there's the LCD way. screens that are going to be yeah. in the tunnels, um, and it's the animation style that they're using currently in the shorts and in um, Mickey yeah. and Minnie's Runaway Railway, which. Right. I'm just going to go on record. I don't particularly care for that animation style. I did not like it until I started watching the shorts. And Mm -hmm. now the animation style doesn't bother me because those shorts are fantastic. Yeah. um, Also, I like the guy that voices them. He's just a really funny uh, actor. But it's basically the aqueduct, but it's just 
with now. more tech, with more technology. Right. It looks yep. exactly the same. It yep. literally exactly the same. So, well, I cannot see seriously any difference. I'm looking at the deck plans right now, and I don't see any difference at all. Yeah. But it's Aqueduct is a fun ride. I don't I like the aqueduct. I love the aqueduct. I, I'm excited about it. I think it's so much fun. But the way they're sort of hyping it up, I'm a little yeah. like, oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> they're they're reaching for this one. Yes. They're just trying to build some excitement about something that already exists. But hey, we'll see. We'll see what happens when we go on it. Maybe our minds will be blown with all yeah. the the stuff oh, that they've put in. I know I'm gonna like it. I mean, I yeah. like the aqueduct. It's a super fun ride. I I have not done the aqueduct yeah. yet. Oh, yeah, I, I did it once, and I will never do it again. It's terrible. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Yeah, I'm good on that. Yeah, I don't like I'm not kidding. Blocked, the entire so. way down, I was like, don't like yeah. it, don't like it, don't like it, don't like it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, um, the, aqua, the aqua dunk was something that my my friend made me go on the first time. And I was like, okay, this is fine. I don't like it, but I'll do it. And then she said, well, now we have to do it again to say we did it twice. And the second time I stepped in and I went, nope. And I stepped back out and then I said, okay, I'll do it. So I did it twice, but the second time was more terrifying because I knew what to expect. So, no, nope, I'm, I'm done. done. I'm all set. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah and I have been on the magic together how many times now? And I don't know. Lost yeah. <laughs> We've never even. It has never happened. It. That's it's yeah. never even entered the conversation. No, no, like it's no, not, no, no. Yeah. What do you want to do today? Why don't we do that? No, like it's not no, even a possibility. Even. <laughs> never even discussed. Yeah. No. Um, I don't think it ever will be. No. <laughs> No. I mean, look, if you said to me, I really want to do this, but I'm really scared. I need you to support. I'm a good friend. I would do it. I might make you go first and then change my mind. Um, <laughs> but I would like, walk up the stairs with you and hold your hand. Like, I, you know. <laughs> you don't need to do it. Trust me. No, no, no. You know. All right. So that does it for this week's episode <laughs> of the Disney Park Princess podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, next week, we are going to be hearing all about Heather's trip to this time Walt Disney World and Universal, which I'm really, really looking forward to because word on the street is that there are some things that Universal is handling better. During <gasps> say time. it ain't so. I, I, yeah, look, I, I'm a truth teller. I got to say it. I gotta say it. Um, but we'll see if that's true. We'll see what your opinions are on it when you get back. Uh, stay tuned for our Patreon extra if you're a Patreon supporter. Uh, Charlotte and I have a new Netflix obsession. Oh. And we're trying to um, drag Heather into our little circle. We'll see how it goes. I see what you did there. <laughs> see what I did there. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. We'll see if we can convince her. Uh, and maybe we can convince you. If you are not a Patreon supporter, you can go to www.patreon.com slash Disney Park Princess to join at the two, five, ten, or fifteen dollar a month level. Everybody gets access to the bonus content, and then there are additional perks that um, are added as you go up in layers. And every time I pay a bill and I'm able to do it, it is because of our Patreon supporters. So I am so incredibly grateful. Um, don't forget to check out our website at DisneyParkPrincess.com. Please join our Facebook group. Where all of a sudden, we have all of these new members in our Facebook group, and it's fantastic. And a lot of them are saying that it's because Facebook suggested it. So I don't know what we did to get on the good side of Facebook, but I'm grateful. <laughs> We love everyone being there. Yep. So welcome <laughs> to all of you. Um, and it's a great place, actually, especially if Heather's going to be doing any lives or things. Um, usually she'll post about them um, in Facebook. Oftentimes they are on our Instagram stories, though. So make sure you're following us on Instagram as well, at Diz Park Princess. Talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.